Burns and Gambo. Big Red Reacts. Reaction to yesterday's Cardinals game. Brought to you by Wicopa Casino Resort, where world-class action meets four diamond splendor. This is the part of the show where we recap what happened yesterday with the Arizona Cardinals through the play-by-play work of Dave Pash and Ron Wolfley. Are you ready, Gambo? You're ready to relive yesterday's 20 to 17 loss to the Philadelphia. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. What choice? Let's go. All right. What, what else? Got all those first quarter highlights ready? Yeah. I, I, well, they're all for the Eagles, but yes, I do have the first okay. quarter highlights ready. The Cardinals' first series, they punt. They get a first down, but they punt. The Eagles get the ball and they work their offense to protect uh, to perfection, working down the field. Goddard a big play. AJ Brown a couple of big plays with Marco Wilson covering him. It converted into a Jalen Hurts one yard. Touchdown run. Now you got three men in the backfield. Snap to Hurts. Another quarterback sneak. They push him forward into the end zone for the touchdown. They lined up three men behind Jalen Hurts. The closest to Hurts just shoved him forward into the end zone for the Philly touchdown. The running back was pushing him. The tight end was was was, was grabbing him and trying to pull him forward. I mean, the Cardinals couldn't get around him because all the Eagle players were around. So, but that's what Hurts could do. Hurts is the type of quarterback that can take it in from a yard out, and he did. Credit to the Cardinals defense because after that first drive, when it looked like A.J. Brown was going to kill him, Shut him, he down. didn't do Nothing. much at all. After that, so seven nothing. Eagles are on the board. Cardinals' very next possession, very first deep shot they throw, and Kyler Murray throws it to double coverage. In motion, left to right, snap to Murray, fakes the handoff, drops back to throw from the pocket, throws a deep ball, taking a shot, it's underthrown and picked off at the 35-yard line by Gardner Johnson. Gets up and runs to the left and is up to midfield before he's tackled. Yeah, it's, I like the deep shot. I mean, I asked for more deep shots. I want the deep shot. Only problem is he underthrew him. He had a clean pocket. He stepped up. He underthrew him. I mean, if he, he puts that, if he puts a little more air on that ball, you might have a touchdown there in a big play. But the Eagles don't do anything with the ball off the interception. They punt. Cardinals get the ball back. They punt as well. Again, their first quarter struggles continue. Eagles get the ball back at the end of the first quarter. Go on a great drive, including this really, really nice play from Jalen Hurts to Devontae Smith for 22. Shotgun snap to Hurts. Drops back to the goal line. In trouble. Forced up. Moving to his left. Looking. Throws back across his body. Middle of the field. A sliding catch is made for a first down at the 33-yard line by Devontae Smith. A gain of 23 and a first down. Hell he got hit by, by Hurts. Yeah. yeah, he got he, you know, Hurts got hit by Dennis Gardeck on that play. He rolled to his left on that one. Notice all the plays to Smith that he hit, he had to roll. He had, everything is Smith you have to roll out and hit him. Yeah, I, I didn't notice that until you mentioned it. Now I do. It led ultimately to another Jalen Hurts one-yard touchdown run. And now they got Hurts under center with Goddard right behind him. He takes the snap. Quarterback sneak to the left. Being pushed by Goddard and into the end zone for the touchdown. They just had two men that time lined up behind Jalen Hurts. But again, the up man, the closest to Jalen Hurts. His job is just to push Hurts forward. Goddard did that. It was enough for Hurts to get his second touchdown, 13-0. I think that caught the Cardinals a little off guard on that because they got so quick to the line of scrimmage and ran the play so fast that I don't think Arizona was completely ready for it. Cardinals would follow that up with yet another punt to start the game. But then Jalen Thompson, we thought it was an interception. It ended up being an incomplete pass would force an Eagles punt. Finally, the Cardinals would get on the board. A nice drive 
the longest scoring play so far of the season when Kyler Murray found Hollywood Brown for 25 yards. Takes the snap, three-step drop, looks over the middle, throws, and it's caught by Brown. First down, makes a man miss at the 15, cuts right to the 10, and Brown is into the end zone for the touchdown. Hollywood Brown has been spectacular. He got hit by Edwards. They actually said it was Epps on the the TV, but it was Edwards that hit him. And he shook that off, and then he juked Gardner Johnson on the play. So there's the the greatness of Hollywood Brown, and he's been fantastic for the Arizona Cardinals. But took a big hit and then juked a guy to get into the end zone. 14-7 at that point. The Cardinals would force a punt from the Eagles. At the end of the first half, Cardinals would go on a long, long drive that was helped by a little special teams madness by Cliff and the Cardinals. And it's a fake, a direct snap to Darrell Williams running right, and he gets the first down to the 35-yard line. How about that? A fake punt inside your own 30. Darrell Williams gets the first down, and the Cardinals back on offense with a minute 48 to go, trailing 14-7, and they have all their timeouts. All right, that's gutsy. They're at their own 28-yard line. I know. You fail right there. You're basically giving the Eagles more points. It would ultimately lead to a 20-yard field goal by Matt. At Amendola. They went on a 16-play drive, but they couldn't convert it into a touchdown. Also part of that drive, we don't have the cut, but it needs to be mentioned. Kyler found a streaking Hollywood Brown over the middle, and if he hangs on to that ball, he might have scored, and that might have changed the tone of the whole game. Bounced right off of his chest. And listen, I mean, this is the things, I mean, Hollywood Brown does have, you know, he does drop it sometimes. He had a lot of drops last year with Lamar. That's the first big one so far with the Cardinals. He's been very good, but yeah, absolutely had a real chance to reel that one in and wasn't able to do it. Start the second half, the Eagles would get a 42-yard field goal, so now they're up 17-10. to The Cardinals defense on that drive. Ben, 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 but ultimately it didn't break. Nothing resulted of the next Cardinals position, but I wanted to play a cut from it because Rondell Moore, nice we had play. seen all game long. A lot of dink, a lot of dunk, a lot of behind the line of scrimmage. He finally gets a screenplay and he does something with Shotgun it. Shotgun snap. He's got it. Drops back to pass. It's a wide receiver screen to Moore. Left side. Caught of the 20. Turns right. 25-30. Near side 35 and pushed out of bounds. Close to the first down. We'll see where they spot the ball. They spot it right at the 35-yard line. I, I loved that, but I actually loved to play a little bit later on in the game for 28 yards and with an actual pass play to Rondale Moore, not something on a screen or behind the line of scrimmage. Use this kid. He's a talented player. Use him. Yep. No points would come of that, but the Cardinals would force another point. So into the fourth quarter we go, and this is the play that you are referring to. Takes the snap. Play action pass. Setting up. Firing deep middle. Caught at midfield. At the 45. At the 40 is Rondale Moore and tackled at the 30. Hey, they threw it to Moore down the field, and it goes for 28 yards. I love it. You go get him, Dave. You go get him. Throw it down the field. Use him. Go get him, Dave. You don't have to just throw it two yards behind the line of scrimmage to him all the time. He's a wide receiver. He can run a pattern. I am Dave Pash. I speak for the fans. Go get him, Pash. I love it. It would lead to this touchdown run from Eno. Brown motions behind Murray left to right, and it's a handoff. Left side, Benjamin with room at the five, and Benjamin's in. Touchdown! 
Touchdown Cardinals! Eno Benjamin getting it done! And a point after away from tying the game with 9.43 to go. At that point, he was their only running back, so I mean, they were injured at that point. They didn't have anybody. 12 play, 90 yard drive, five, a little bit over five and a half minutes to tie it up. Yep, so it's a 17-17 game. Eagles get the ball back, and this is where a Cardinals defense that had played so well, mostly throughout the game, just couldn't dig deep enough to get a stop. The Eagles go on a 17-play, 70-yard drive that took up nearly eight minutes off the clock and probably the biggest play within that drive, a third and 12, and Jalen Hurts finds Dallas Goddard. Hurts in shotgun, takes the snap. Five-step straight drop, fires over the middle, caught by Goddard at the 25. Another missed tackle, and Goddard gets a first down to the 21-yard line. Gardeck missed the tackle at the 25, and it's a first down with four minutes to go. Just kind of sat behind Gardeck on that, kind of found a little space, caught the ball. It was a big third and 12 play, and it kept the drive alive. Yep, what did we say last week? He is a yards after the catch monster that Goddard, and he came up with him there. So a 23-yard field goal by Dickers is good, and the Eagles have the lead. So the Cardinals get the ball back. 145 left, no timeouts. Of course, as part of that... Uh, Eagles drive. Jalen Thompson, we thought, got hurt. The Cardinals had to burn all three of their timeouts, including their last one, because of an injury timeout. So they have no timeouts. They drive down the field. Within that drive, all sorts of stuff happened. There was a Kyler scramble. Wide open Zach Ertz, but Kyler missed him. You had a false start by Kelvin Beecham. But ultimately, the Cardinals get themselves into a position on second down. This happened. Murray and shotgun takes the snap. And it's a quarterback to off the middle. At the 30, at the 25, and Murray slides to the 24. Now you get up, get up there and spike it. 23 seconds left. Murray under center spikes it with 22 seconds left. Well done by Kyler Murray. So now you're looking at a 43-yard field goal, 22 seconds left, and they're going to bring on the kicking team right now. In the moments, the Cardinals thought they were spiking the ball because they had gotten a first down. They didn't realize it was third down, and when they did, they had no choice but to yeah, attempt the field I mean, goal. Listen, the play happens very, very quickly. Cliff and Kyla thought they had it. You're not going to sit there and wait for the refs to, you know, to, to for, for the chains to be moved. You're not going to lose five or six seconds. You're trying to play fast at that point, and you played a little too fast. It led to this. Snap. Ball down. The kick is up, and it's no good. He missed it. Wide to the right. It remains 20-17 to 17 Philadelphia. That never had a chance for Mamondola. Eagles are going to win. That's, uh, that's all she wrote right there. Kicker misses the kick. Easy kick. Most uh, most NFL kickers hit that about 80% of the time from 43 yards, and he missed it badly. And I'm telling you, during that Eagles timeout, they showed him. I didn't see any confidence at all in that kid's face. He looked nervous as hell going up there to kick that one. Yeah, you tweeted that out yesterday, and it was pretty obvious upon replay watching that. That is your big red reacts, all the plays that mattered from yesterday's game. When we come back here on this big red Monday, is it all just about one guy and one missed kick? We'll talk about that next. Burns and Gambo. Big Red Monday and Burns and Gambo on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. 
Ball down. The kick is up, and it's no good. He missed it. Wide to the right. It remains 20-17 to 17 Philadelphia. That never had a chance for Mamandola. Eagles are going to win. If you remember, Matt Amendola was the same kicker who got signed by the Chiefs when they lost Harrison Butker in week one here in Arizona with that uh, leg injury. And, of course, he missed a couple of kicks, big kicks. that might have won the game against the Indianapolis Colts. And before they even got Butker back, he was out. No word yet if the Cardinals are – I mean, they're going to see what Matt Prater can do this week. Obviously, they'd just rather go with him than anything else. Be curious to see if they make another move at the kicking position. You can't bring, bring another Amendola guys? back, can I, you? I don't think you can. I can't bring that guy I back. I don't think you can. No. Hey, thank you. Here's your one-week NFL pay. I don't care what Justin Pugh said. Like, I can't have you come kick. I, I, I mean, you missed a 43-yard field goal. We needed that. Like, you lost us the game. I've got what Cliff said today when they asked, hey, is there any chance that Prater's going to miss another week? I am not sure on that. We're going to work him out. <laughs> Wednesday, see how he feels, um, but we'll be we'll be smart. It's long season. I want to make sure he feels 100 percent before we get him back out there. Classic, not really oh, an answer, classic answer. answer, no answer. Yeah, which is which, Cliff. You know, he's not going to give us anything specific. I was Gibbo. I was thinking in the aftermath of that game, and not just because you and I and Jay Feely were texting each other about Matt Amendola and missing a 43 yard field goal. I was thinking about the classic Gambo. There's always somebody to blame, yes, right? There's always, always, and and I was thinking about Matt Amendola. And I was wondering, in your mind, is he that somebody? Yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Is he the, is Look, he the one? We could talk all we want about Kyler and you know the spiking and the non. You know, should he have spiked? Should he should he have went for the extra yard? Did they? The bottom line is Kyler Murray got the ball and they were on their twenty five yard line with no timeouts and they needed to get in field goal range. And what did they do? They, they got, got in field, field goal range. range. Kyler Murray had a fifteen yard. Run, didn't go out of bounds. He threw it to Ertz for seven yards. He threw it to Ertz for 11 yards. He threw it to Rondale Moore for five yards. He had a nine-yard run. Kyler Murray's job, with a minute and 45 seconds left, down three with no timeouts at your own 25-yard line, is to get your team in field goal range. He did that. He got his team in field goal range. The blame is squarely on the shoulders of Amendola. You're tasked with hitting a kick that 80% of your peers are going to make that kick, and you failed. So I can't have Am- I can't have Amendola back. So, and I don't expect they are either. I was more just asking the question to start the conversation. I don't think they're going to bring back Matt Amendola either. I don't think they can. I, I don't think they. You know, you, you need to be able to hit forirty three yard field goals in this league. And if you're not, well, I'm going to go job. find somebody who does. Right? right? I mean, that's just that's the gig. That is the deal. Fifty three different story. Sixty three way different story. Forty three. That's the deal. That's the gig. And and to his credit, and I'll give Matt Amendola credit for this. Not that I would have expected anything else, but I'm in that locker room yesterday after the game and there's a huge scrum of media waiting by Matt Amendola's locker to talk to him. And he's sitting there with his back turned to us and he's getting dressed, but he's going to talk to us, right? And he gets up and he turns around and he's looking us all in the eye and he's answering all the questions and he's owning it and he's talking about it. And Justin Pugh, Cardinals starting left guard, circling like a shark. And as soon as the questions started getting asked of Matt Amendola, Mandola, Justin Pugh jumped in. Hey guys, it's not one guy. I missed a block. We missed touchdowns. We should have had the ball and been able to score. It's not on one guy. Everyone's waiting around for one guy to come back here. That's ain't right. It's not right. All right? It's not on one guy. We're going to win games. 
Listen, I understand the aggravation, the frustration with Justin Pugh losing another home game. I mean, I get it. I mean, Justin's a leader on that team. I have a lot of respect for him. But I think Vinny Murata said something in one of his tweets yesterday. Somebody, look, they would have if he would have made the kick, they would have swarmed him after the game anyway. All the media, like, hey, here's a new new kicker comes in, hits a field goal to send the game into overtime and the Cardinals win, there would have been the same amount of media around him if he won the game as if he lost the game. So listen, here's the thing. I think Ken Summers said something about it too. This isn't a high school kid. Like this isn't a high school kicker. You know, I mean, you don't have to protect him. He's a grown man He's making money to kick the football. Mm-hmm. You know, your job is to ask him what the hell happened. Because if you go look at and I and it, they showed a whole bunch of the warm up kicks. Man, he was missing everything. Mm-hmm. He was missing everything. Wide I didn't right. see because I was at the game, but I heard later right. that they showed wide a bunch right. of his. Everything was everything wide right. Everything yeah. was wide right. They showed like three of his kicks, and they were all wide right. Listen, this is a grown man who's being paid to play this game. He got paid to go make that kick yesterday, and he failed. It's very, it's right to ask him what happened on the kick. Yeah, what? Why did you push it right? What did you notice? Anything in warmups? I mean, it's it's very. You have to ask the guy. And I understand Justin sticking up for his teammate, and that's what a good leader of a team should do. But it's also the responsibility to understand. And he stood there and he took the and he took the questions like he should. But now it's up to the Arizona Cardinals to say, look, forget, forget about whether you know the blame and everything. Do you? Does anybody want this kid to come back next week? Does it? Does anybody feel like? Oh, you know what? Give him another chance. I'm. I'm. I don't feel comfortable with that. If they have a 45 yard field goal to beat Seattle next week, is that not going to be in his head? Oh my God! Is that not going to be in everybody's head? Is that yeah. not going to be what everybody's thinking about? A look, lot of good points were made too. Darren Urban pointed out. Look, I mean, everybody wanted Blankenship, but he got cut for a reason too. Not making kicks. Yep. Listen, there's a reason all of these guys are available. Yep. They're not available because they miss kicks. Yes. Like, <laughs> that's, that's, exactly. that's why they're not available. The, the perfect kicker who doesn't miss kicks like that, yeah. he's on a team right now. He's, yeah, he's I mean, playing I, with somebody. I looked at all the reaction from, from, from a lot of different people, and they're all right. But I, I it, even with that said, I can't yeah. bring Amendola back. Look, you, you got to make the kick. And we we can sit here and hyper-debate Cliff and Kyler and everything that happened at the end. It's a 43-yarder. It's not a 53-yarder. It's not a 63-yarder. you got to make the kick. And now me, this is where you and I are different. I'm not a there's always just one one guy to blame. I look at that game yesterday, man, I got a half dozen guys I want to blame for that game. Where do you want to start? Oh, I'm, right? a, I, I'm just for blaming uh, somebody. Oh, I you know. can blame as many people I, as you want. I, I, I don't wanna, need to just blame one. I want to blame an offense that, you know, their defense held Philadelphia do to it. 20 points. Do it. Blame well, them. Okay, okay. Score more points. Blame, blame them. Who Score else? Score more points. Who else? Uh, Hollywood Brown for dropping a pass. Shouldn't have dropped the, the, the damn first pass. Shouldn't have dropped the pass. Give me another one. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury for not designing better oh plays in the first 15. 15 points for 47 yards in the first quarter of the game. Blame him. You know, while I'm at it, who else? Who I else? might want to blame the defense a little bit for giving up a 17-play, 70-yard, 8-minute drive at the end of the game. Get know. one stop! One stop! Give yourself some more time to and some more timeouts, too, so you don't have to burn them all at the end like that. The defense played Jalen, great. But, Jalen Hurts had no touchdown passes. But in that moment, in that moment, the Eagles, whoosh, right down the field, right down the field. Did what they wanted. How about the fans for selling their tickets to the Eagles fans? <laughs> Can we blame some of the fans? <laughs> Suckers that sold your ticket to make a few bucks? The, 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 um, I'm trying to think of you. The, like you know I'm talking like, to. The east side yeah. of the stadium. The east side yeah. where the visitors benches season ticket holders look like an ugly Christmas sweater. Every single one of you. It was just red and green That's, everywhere. It's just like somebody had vomited red and green yeah. all was over the Was it at least better than what Kyler wore pregame? Yes. Oh my God! <laughs> yes. Oh my God! That was so bad. 
That was so bad. That's the worst outfit I've ever seen uh, on a human being in my life. <laughs> it was not good at all. When we come back, just got done talking about the defense. They were once again exceptional. There does remain a lingering issue, though. What is it? We'll tell you next. Burns and Gambo. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Big Red Monday and Burns and Gambo on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. And Gambo here on this Big Red Monday. Cardinals lose to the Eagles 20-17, 2-3 on the season. Real quick, 30 seconds on this, and then we'll talk about the defense from yesterday and the loss. Next up for the Cardinals, the Seahawks on Sunday. According to Bob Condotta, who is the beat writer who covers the Seattle Seahawks for the Seattle Times, Pete Carroll said in his afternoon press conference today that the Seahawks are in conversations about potentially moving their game on Sunday to avoid a conflict with the Mariners. Said both sides are currently talking right now to explore all options. So I don't, they, they can't possibly know what time the Mariners game would be. B. So, what would they move it to Saturday? I don't know if they'd move the can't compete day, in college football, can or you? they would just move the time. I think, I think I saw that it would be the time. I It'd think that it wouldn't be moved to the day or location. It would just be a lot earlier, earlier in the than day. previously scheduled. That's kind of what I thought. Mitch, did you want to jump in on that? Or yeah, say the specific same thing? to what Eric just said, Rappaport. Just added to it, if the Seahawks game was moved up, it would be moved by time. If there was a conflict with Mariners game four, potentially earlier than 1 p.m. local time. Okay. So they would. So right now it's an afternoon game in Seattle, right? It's played at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. That might be the exact same time the Mariners are playing game four in their series against the Astros, potentially. That makes a lot of sense. So Pete Carroll's talking about rather than two games going on. And the the two buildings, if memory serves, they're they're basically across the street from each other. So it's like here with the Diamondbacks and the Suns. Literally. So, yeah, it'd be like. And you know that's a disaster when, when, when. there's like a big crowd, like the Cubs are in town, or it's a big game, and the Suns, it's a disaster. Yeah. So they're talking about it, but it doesn't okay. sound like it'd be a different day. It doesn't sound like they'd move it to like Monday night or anything like that. Of course, they couldn't for the they Cardinals because they play on Thursday. So you can't do that to them. So it would just be an earlier in the day game, just something that they're considering. All right, now on to the topic of the Cardinals okay. defense yesterday. Light clock at one. They got a snap, but they do in time. Hurts back to pass in trouble. Steps up. Sack. Murphy got it at midfield. A loss of about 10. And now the Eagles are going to have to punt. J.J. Watt was back there, too. Man, they were good yesterday. The defense was great again. again. The defense was really, really good yeah, listen, again. They're not going to pitch shutouts, so we can talk about how they let a big drive up at the end of the game. Okay. like, But for the most part, listen, we, we, we went into this last week. What is, what is Vance going to take away? He took away A.J. Brown. He took A.J. Brown away. I had repeated this stat a bunch of times last week. A.J. Brown was the only player in the NFL that had at least five catches and 65 yards receiving in every single game. What they holding? Three catches. Three catches. For like 30 yards. He did nothing. And he had like two of them on that first drive. They shut A.J. Brown down. They shut him down. Justin Fields was, was, was good. How many touchdown passes did he throw? Justin None. Fields? I can't just keep doing that. Yeah, it's you did it two I times it. in the first segment of the show, and I didn't say anything. I just Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I just always get Jalen Hurts and Justin Field mixed up because they're both so good. <laughs> one's good, and the other one's terrible. 
<laughs> Fields had a decent day yesterday. Okay, okay, yeah, one yeah, week. He had a decent day yesterday, but I let's not go give the kid too much credit. That's one of my Achilles heels. I always mix. Like, I know who I'm talking about, but please correct me on that one. Do you, I'm, so you, please. Am I okay to correct you on that one? So Justin, yeah, oh, I got a text I'm from like, Fellas. Yeah, you said, uh, you said Justin Fields instead of G. I know, I know. Yeah, I know it's I know, like the third time it happened. I'm like, okay, yeah, I got to say something. You got to no, say I can't something. Just let this slide. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts had no touchdown passes. A.J. Brown had three catches. They say held him in check. Like, it, it's a good, good deal. Isaiah Simmons had a great game. Let's talk about that for a second. Oh, let's do it. Highest rated Cardinals defensive player was Isaiah Simmons. Pro Football Focus had him as the highest defensive grade. He played 80-something percent of the snaps. He led the team in tackles with 13. Wow. wow. Zayvon Collins was out there 100% of the time. Marco Wilson was out there 100% of the time. I mean, suddenly some of these young players that you've been kind of counting on this defense to be centered around, they played really well yesterday. Zach Allen continues to play at a very, very high level right now, right? Like, yeah, Vance Joseph... I had my doubts about what he'd be able to do. I re- I just didn't think he had enough over there to make anything work, and that that was going to be the weak spot and the soft spot of the Cardinals all year long. Tip of the cap to Vance Joseph, who continues to find ways to get it done. They shut that team down Can he script after the first that fourteen. Offensive <laughs> like I mean, just what? Just fifteen? It'll take you. They take an hour. Yeah. So you're a head coach before. Just script the first fifteen plays. Give him the clip and say, hey, look, just try this. Last six drives, the Eagles punt, punt, field goal, punt, field goal, end of the game. That's when they took a knee. I mean, that's just great. They had 168 total yards after they were up 14 to nothing. And unfortunately, 70 of those were on that game winning field drive. And, And understand. I only point that out because in that moment of get the ball back, get the ball back, get the ball back, he just couldn't quite do it. And every time he thought the Cardinals were gonna were gonna get it back and preserve their timeouts and put themselves in a position, I give it up to the Eagles offense for that drive. That third and thirteen where they gave up the sixteen yard conversion to Dallas Goddard yep. will I mean was just a might have been honestly the play of the game. I know we're sitting here and we're talking about the spike and the slide, the field goal, and Hollywood Brown, the drop, and the this and the that. But if you think about the whole context of that game, Dallas Goddard's 16-yard catch on third and 13 on that, that final drive huge might have been the most important play in that game yesterday. How about the third and five, though, at the, at the end when they blitzed Simmons and Gardak, and he throws it to Watkins, and Tom, Tom, Thompson breaks it up. Um, and then, you know, they got hurt on the play, and it's just like everybody's on the ground. And I mean, that was like, that was selling out. Oh, yeah. That was selling out to get it. That was third and five. You score a touchdown there. You know, then it's, you know, you've got to go to length of the field and you've got to score a touchdown. Instead, the Cardinals get the ball back a minute 48 left, and I thought they did a good job with their timeouts, and they were able to preserve enough time for Kyler to go get him in field goal range. But yes, that was a tough drive. But again, like, they gave the Cardinals the ball back with enough time. Yep. They stopped him on a third and goal from the, third and goal from the five on a terrific play call by Vance. You had, you had Gardak come in, you had Simmons come in, and then Thompson makes the play. I mean, they, look, I thought, that they played extremely let's, well. Let's bottom line this. Mm-hmm. You're taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. You hold them to 20 points. You're not the reason you lost that game. No. And I'm not trying to start some sort of division within the Cardinals locker room, but you're not the reason you lost that game, defense. You're not. 
You're not. You hold the Philadelphia Eagles to 20 points. You're doing every same thing with the Rams a couple of weeks ago. Right. Although the Rams look like they're <laughs> broken right now yeah, offensively. They are broken. Uh, I know that not Dallas Cowboys Stafford. defense are a bunch of ballers, but they look broken right now offensively. So that's for a conversation another day. You hold what's supposed to be a high-powered offense to 20 points. You are opening the door so wide for your team to take that game. They just couldn't do it yesterday. Yeah, I wonder how much longer this, this if, if this if this trend continues, man, there's going to be some finger pointed in that locker room. Like we're doing everything we can, man. You got to you got to score some points. Yeah. Like we thought that the Cardinals were going to you know score a lot of points the way this offense was built, the money that was spent on this offense, the defense I thought was fantastic yesterday. They balled out. They shut down AJ Brown. No touchdown passes for Jalen Hurts. Uh, rough start, but in the end, I thought that they played really well. Texas, your thoughts? The FanDuel text line is open right now at six twenty. I even, put fields in, I even put fields in my notes today. <laughs> Defense, yeah, here's my note. 330, 330. Defense balled out again, shut down A.J. Brown, no touchdown passes for fields. I, I don't know why I can't. I, look at my notes. Look at my notes. Look at my 330 note. You've got him. I emailed him to you. Yeah, I know you did. I That's, didn't uh, notice. Even my notes, I said I'm fields. surprised you've got uh, A.J. Brown in there instead of A.J. Pollock. Oh, God. A.J. Green? I mean, you. you... Did I think that I call Sanders Reggie, <laughs> running back. <laughs> when we come back, Kyler Murray, did he do enough in yesterday's game? We'll talk about it coming up on the Burns and Dallas Gambo show. Michael? Big Red Monday and Burns and Gambo on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. It's a design run up the middle, Murray. At the 25, at the 30, cuts right to the 35, and Murray drilled at the 40-yard line, but he did not go down easily. Epps with a tackle. That's a gain of 15. We really, other than the decision to slide, right, and the spike and how the game ended, while we're kind of sifting through the aftermath of yesterday's loss to the card or by the Cardinals to the Eagles, we haven't really talked about Kyler Murray. I haven't really had a conversation yet about Kyler. How did he look? How did he play? How do we think about how he did? How did he? How did he fare he out there? He wasn't great. It's been a long time since you've had that great. You know, you've had good halves. You've had great plays and sequences, but it's been a long time since we. Had that, oh my God, that Kyler Murray type of game. You know, wow, he was, he was just so flat out dominant. He, he was fine. He's on pace for 20 touchdown passes this year. Mm-hmm. He's on pace to throw 20 touchdowns. He got him in field goal range. Can't ask for more than that. He's got, uh, I think they, they throw through a stat up there. He had eight career game winning drives and it could have been his ninth yesterday, but he gets the ball to 25 yard line is a, a minute and 45 seconds left. And his job is to get him in, in decent field goal range. And he was able to do that. He got him field goal range. The kicker missed the kick. But overall, I mean, again, I mean, he's slow starts are preventing Kyler Murray from having great games. He has not had a great game yet. No, he hasn't. Um, not a great beginning end game. No, not and a full game and certainly not the kind of game we talked so much about this matchup last week. We talked about, I mean, really, with as good as the Eagles are, the path to victory for the Cardinals, in part, lies in Kyler Murray having an incredible game. Like He's just got to play very, very well. That did not materialize yesterday. He the, the offense and the way those last five drives went, it was better. It was much better. He, It's about, and I don't know if this is a him thing or if this is a Cliff thing, but using Rondale Moore down the field, thank you, 
God, that happened finally yesterday. The the Rondale Moore wide receiver screen two yards behind the line of scrimmage. It's getting it, blown up almost every time. It, it just, it, and yet, when the Eagles run a similar-looking play with Jalen Hurts, it felt like it picked up nine yards every time they ran it. You know, like the, the, the Eagles and Jalen Hurts, and I know we're having a Kyler conversation here, but I think it applies. At times yesterday, you're watching the Eagles play and that's what you want the Cardinals offense to be, right? Like the first two touchdown drives they had to take that 14 nothing lead, that's exactly how you want the Cardinals offense to be. You're mixing in the run, you're mixing in the pass, you're, you're getting everybody involved, ends, sure. you're going down the field, mm-hmm. you're not you're not shy about going down the field. Yeah. It's everything you would want the Cardinals offense to be and yet they just can't find that version of themselves so far this season and frankly they probably won't until they get DeAndre Hopkins back. I, I am resigned that this is the Cardinals offense until they get DeAndre Hopkins back and there's not a damn thing anybody can do about it. Yeah, I, you're probably right. It sucks that they cuz we we what do we say throughout the entire summer? You had all this time, you know, you're not you don't you know you don't have Hopkins. You know, they knew around the draft that they weren't going to have Hopkins for six games. You have all this time to prepare for it, and the offense still isn't right. This should be one of the most, this should be one of the best offenses in the NFL, and it's not. And we're sitting there, we're waiting for DeAndre Hopkins to come in and save the day. And if he doesn't, then we're going to have a lot of questions to ask, right? I mean, because Cliff wasn't able to do it without, without DeAndre, okay? I mean, forget about the, you know, the Brady and Belichick and who, did, who helped to. Cliff can't do it without Hopkins. I mean, this has been proven time and time again. He can't run an offense. A good offense without Hopkins. They failed enough. There's certain things about Kyler's game that are frustrating. Why, again, when we know what the stats are, why did he only run the ball four times? Why? Why did he only run? Because when he started to run, there were some good plays there. Mm-hmm. And they said on the broadcast, oh, Colt McCoy said, okay, great. Look, I don't, I don't give it Colt McCoy. I don't care who your backup quarterback is. If Kyler gets hurt, you're in a whole lot of trouble. But this is what wins you football games. Kyler running wins you. So what's the stat now when he runs the ball four times or less? Do you have it? So glad you asked. Zero wins, 12 losses, one tie. Oh, my God. Zero to four rushes. Zero wins, 12 losses, one tie. When he's zero to four. When he's zero to four rushes. And he was zero to four again. I mean, I I don't know that any stat more defines a player than that one. Now, the flip side of that coin, all right, and there's a limit to this. Jalen Hurts ran the ball, not Justin Fields. Jalen Hurts ran the ball. (laughs) 15 times yesterday. Yeah. I don't want Kyler running it 15 times. No, but Jalen's bigger and stronger, and he can take some of those hits. I don't want I don't want Kyler Murray on a third and one sneak from the goal line multiple occasions, right? I don't want Kyler Murray on a third and short sneak every time because I think he's going he's gonna to get hurt doing that. Is there some happy medium area where we sure. can live in, right? Sure. Where it's not as low as four and it's not as high as 15 where, I mean, what do we decide? The first... Run that he had was about eight minutes left in the third yeah, quarter of that under, game. A little bit under eight That's minutes. That's not acceptable. That is not acceptable for this offense. He's too good and he's too valuable with that dimension that he brings to just sit on that and not use that for a two and a half quarters in yesterday's game. 732 left, third, third quarter, five yard run. At that time, it's a 17 to 10 base, uh, 17 to 10 game, and he runs for the first time. There was a beautiful, beautiful designed run by Kyler, second and seven that he ran the for 13 yards. Yard. Okay, 13 yards. What? Yeah. That was a great play. Listen, he has to run for them to be successful. This is, I mean, the proof's in the pudding. I mean, you got it all right there. The proof is in the pudding. Proof is you don't want to run, you're not going to win. He's got to run. 
You want to keep Kyle in the pocket? Great. You're not going to win a whole lot. Not, not right now. They're not ready to win games when he sits in the pocket, you know, all day and all night long. He's got to run a little bit. It keeps the defense honest. It makes them put a, keep a spy on him that takes somebody out of coverage with somebody else. If he's going to sit there and not run, not run, not run, it allows the defense to do other things to shut other guys and, down. And I don't want to just make it about him not running, though I do think this is a big part of it. I, I really, when we start thinking about why, what happened, happened yesterday, I'll tell you, one of the plays that keeps going over in my head again and again and again, God, he had Zach Ertz wide open. Wide open oh, on that final so missed drive. Him. He so missed him. Wide open. I mean, he hits Ertz for that. And now we're talking about you have a chance to win with a touchdown about, and not what, just tie with a field 30, goal. It's about a 30-yard play. Been about a 30-yard play. He hits her, and he just missed him. It just was, that was flat out no, missed him. And, and who knows what the yards after the catch would have been because there was nobody near him. Yeah. There was nobody near him. He wasn't covered. You know, again, like a defense that's going to give up a 17-play, 70-yard drive at the end of the game, Kyler's not going to hit every single throw he makes, but those are the kinds of plays where if you make that, now we're talking about potentially an entirely different You know, here's the thing. He hasn't done anything that makes you be like, oh, my God, I can't believe they gave that guy all that money. But he also hasn't done anything that, you know, where you're like, oh, God, this guy's going to be one of the five best quarterbacks in the NFL. He's a he's a very talented quarterback. Are you talking about the, yesterday's game or this season? When you say that he hasn't done the thing this season since he signed the contract, the 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 second half again, the fourth quarter against the Raiders was the okay. Sure. Now I see why you paid him. Yeah, okay, I get that's I it. Mean, some of those plays are unbelievable. Right, that's it. The but two that's point it. conversions. That's the only. I just wanted to say that that's the one moment I think he's had this year where you go, oh okay. That's why you paid him. I get it. But other than that, no. He hasn't had those moments. You brought this up um, last. You brought this up a few times. You gotta. You have to go back a long time to have that last. Like, wow. Oh yeah. It's oh my god. You got to go back like before. The, I think it was the was it the the Houston game the, or the, the last one of wow, the Kyler was unbelievable game. It's been the Cleveland game. It's been forever. The Cleveland game. Four touchdown passes, no interceptions. Twenty for thirty, two hundred twenty nine yards. Maybe it was that game. Um, but you're going back almost a full year since you've had that. Wow. This guy is a special, special player. Yep. Now, there are plays during the game where you sure. say, okay, he's special. Sure. But the full game, the last time we've had a full game, you got to go back to like around this time last year. That's a great point, and it has been a while. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo Show, all sorts of stuff that we haven't touched on yet. Oh, I'm and ready. I'm ready. Our top stories of the day as well. It's all in one spot. It's the 4 o'clock reset. No need to go anywhere else. We'll get you caught up on everything next on the Burns and Gambo Show.